I'm Josh Barrow. And I'm Lynette Lopez. And this is Hard Pass. Joshua, I really need a pick-me-up. It's like, I didn't eat breakfast. I didn't have much coffee today. I really need something like, just, that'll, that'll just take away my blues. Like, I need a, a what, pick like, me up, like a. How about frozen concentrated orange juice? Ew! It's part of a healthy breakfast. Ew! I think frozen concentrated orange juice is a holdover from a time when Americans ate canned green beans. It's funny, actually. It's literally true what you're saying there, in that frozen concentrated orange juice was developed shortly after World War II and became popular at the time that canned vegetables were were thought to be very modern and novel and also becoming very popular. Yeah, this was before Julia Child and Jacques Pepin both came to the to this country and were like ew. But the Wall Street Journal had a really interesting story at the end of August about the decline of the frozen concentrated orange juice futures market. Now, if you've seen Trading Places, you know that climactic scene where they steal the government report on orange production um, and are therefore able to trade advantageously in the frozen concentrated orange juice market, making Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy rich and screwing the Duke brothers. And you couldn't really do that now because there's been this enormous decline in trading of frozen concentrated orange juice. And also because the bots will beat you. Yes. Um, But it's down about, there's about two thirds less trading now than there was in the mid 1990s in this market. During its peak. And it's also, that means it's less useful to people like um, orange juice makers who care about the price of, of orange juice and need to hedge against it in their business. It's just much more difficult to trade profitably either for those reasons or if you're just trying to make money as a speculator because the market has shrunk so much. Elementary school cafeterias around the country are suffering. But I think the reality is we're witnessing a cultural shift in part in how Americans eat. You know, we want fresher things. We juice now. We go to Juice Generation and Jamba Juice. And quite frankly, orange juice tastes like shit. Well, so there, it's interesting. There are several it trends. It really does. There are several trends happening here at once. We're drinking less orange juice overall. And then to the extent that we do drink orange juice, it's less likely to be made from concentrate. And so there are a few, few reasons for that shift. One is technological. I mean, first... Frozen concentrated orange juice was invented in the late 1940s. Josh is still the fruit correspondent undercover for Business Insider. I am America's preeminent fruit correspondent. There he is, the only one. I think it's really momentous when you see an entire category of food disappear from the shelves of a grocery store. And that's what we could possibly be witnessing right now. All those little cans of Minute Maid orange juice or lemonade. I mean, I think if people aren't drinking orange juice from concentrate, why the hell would they want lemonade or limeade? That's going to be gone. I think it means that Americans are more focused on their health. I think it means that their their eye is on fresher, more seasonal well, eating. But, but this is this is one of like six reasons for the decline. We've talked on on this podcast before about the change in breakfast habits and people are not sitting down for breakfast so orange, orange juice was a staple of breakfast, and the breakfast was the principal time that people would drink orange juice. So if there's a decline in breakfast, and especially in at-home breakfast, you would expect the decline in orange uh, juice consumption that we've been seeing. There's also been a diversification um, in the way people consume juice, and we're seeing this in fruit overall, actually. Fresh fruit consumption in the U.S. has been about stable over the last 15 years in total, um, but oranges, apples, and bananas have all declined significantly over that period. It's been uh, offset by 
large percentage increases in fruits that we typically didn't consume a lot of before. People eat a lot more berries, more pineapples, more mangoes. And so we're also seeing that bleed over into the juice side. You're seeing this juice trend. People drink more interesting fresh squeezed juices, but they drink less orange juice. So we're bored with our native fruit. The other interesting thing is because there's been this shift as the technology got better for shipping, um, not from not for concentrate orange juice. And in the 1980s, people started drinking more not from concentrate orange juice than from concentrate. Um, you would think, well, why don't they just trade futures for regular orange juice, or why don't they trade futures for oranges? And and the answer to that um, is you can't have commodities futures for any kind of product. It has to be a commodity, which is to say, you know, like a bushel of wheat is a bushel of wheat. You don't have to look into it and say, well, this is a really good bushel. I'll pay extra for it. Um, That doesn't work for most fresh produce. You can't have tomato futures because you might have, you know, a really delicious tomato crop and then another farmer is growing tomatoes that aren't as good that will command a lower price. For example, if I grew tomatoes and then you really wanted those and then Josh grew tomatoes and then they sucked. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Lynette's, Lynette's tomatoes command a premium. Uh, so that's, that's an issue with you, know, you can't have uh, fresh orange futures for that reason. Frozen concentrated orange juice was a commodity product that all sort of sucked. Uh, and so you could, uh, you could treat it as something that would, you know, each unit of it could have the same price. Uh, but as that has, as that has d- diminished as a product, there's been no substitute to have a financial product that goes along with it. For traders, they, they are jumping out of the mix because volatility plus the new domination of electronic trading is getting humans out of the pits and out of the commodities game in general. Hard Pass is produced by Ben Riskin. Our cover art is by John Fulton, and the music you are hearing is by Aaron Leader. 